Hey, Lewis here. I mean, obviously it's me, right? I'm the only guy who actually runs this freaking show. Anyways, I'm here to tell you about something that I'm working on that I'm really excited about. It's not going to be ready until later this year. However, I'm going to give you the lowdown on it so you can get it for free. Here it is. I am going to be releasing a podcast monetization masterclass. I've been spending the last few months on this, building it, refining it, even training my team on how to use this with our own clients. When it is out and finally published and ready, it will be anywhere from, I'd say, $47 to $197. I'm not sure what I'm going to price it at yet, and there will be a lot of bonuses that go with this course as well. However, the first 100 people who actually raise their hand, say they want it, and actually go through the course and give me good feedback are going to get it for free, okay? So if you want to be one of those 100 people, there will be a link to a page where you can sign up and add your name to it and your email, and then I will send you the 1.0 version of this course when it is out, all right? You'll be one of the first 100 people. Once I hit 100 people, I am shutting it off, and it will be a paid product, and that will be it, all right? So make sure if you want this course for free, be one of those 100 people because that is the only way you will be able to get it for free. All right, that is it. Now back to this episode. What's going on? Welcome back or welcome for the first time to the podcast Domination Show. I'm pumped to have you here because you're going to learn today how to be an incredible podcast guest. So, so, so many people get this wrong and myself included, I'm not trying to sit up here on like uh, on my high horse because I've been there and I've done that. So I brought on an expert by the name of Daniel Geffen today to talk to us about how to be an amazing podcast guest, how to make sure your message lasts and lands with the audience and how to convert them into customers, right? Or into prospects who are interested in buying what you have. So if you're interested in all that stuff, make sure you tune into this episode and stay till the end to hear how Daniel can help you get on more podcasts as well. And without further ado, enjoy my episode with Daniel Geffen. In a world where ad costs are continually rising and prospects are getting more and more skeptical about who they can trust, how can you reach new people in a way that's authentic and effective? A place where you can build trust at scale and convert skeptical prospects into raving fans and clients. Hey, my name is Luis Diaz, and you're listening to the Podcast Podcast Domination, Podcast Domination Show, the place for entrepreneurs and businesses that want to know how to build a podcast that helps them grow their business, get more clients, and build their brand. I appreciate your time. Thanks for joining me. Oh, man. You know, it's, it's kind of funny because I remember seeing you for the first time, Daniel, and I was like, I've never heard of this guy. I've heard of a couple other people, but I haven't heard of you. But then I saw kind of, I, went, I think I remember I went to your website and I saw all the people you've worked with and I'm like, oh, damn, he's been doing this for a little while. And, <laughs> um, and then I came across your podcast, Can I Pick Your Brain? Um, it's a great title. It's not my favorite title because I've had people ask yeah. me that. I'm just like, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's funny because like when I when I read it, it rubbed me the wrong way, and I was just like, totally get out of here. But then I, I dove yeah. more into your stuff. I'm like, okay, he's actually a cool guy. I just it's not a Thank fan you. of the title of the podcast, but <laughs> but um, you know what? The thing is, is is my podcast was aimed at the people asking it, not the ones being asked it. So that's oh really? That's a, well, yeah. Because think about it, like the people who who. Are listening to that podcast they want to learn from the people who who they want to pick their brains right the, uh, the people who don't want their brains to be picked you know i didn't, I didn't really care about if they would be put <laughs> off by the title or not because yeah. it's like you know the audience is is the one that would want to pick their brains <laughs> so, yeah oh yeah and i pick I your find, brain <laughs> right exactly i i find yeah. that's funny you i mentioned i never thought of it that way but it makes more sense um so, so you've been running that podcast for how long? We'll get into kind of what you do now with podcast guesting in a sec, but um, yeah. I just want to dive into the podcast because I know that was kind of the story behind the whole business. So, Yeah, so let me give you the backstory. Um, so about four years ago, um, I'm playing tennis. Um, I'll give you the, the, the pre-backstory. Basically, <laughs> I, I ran a, I'll make it very quick, um, but I ran a business offline. Um, you know, thank God it was, it was pretty successful. I, I I'm I'm one of those guys who's like a lazy entrepreneur. So I the reason I'm an entrepreneur is because 
if I worked for anybody else, I'd get fired. Like that simple. Like they've just fired me because like, <laughs> what are you doing? Why, well, who shows up at this time? You know, it's like, and they'd be like, you, you could take your break, lunch break at one o'clock then. And I'm like, I'm not hungry at one. I want to take my lunch break at three. Like, you know, <laughs> so all of these types of things just didn't really fit with me. Um, in high school, I was like the guy who would jump up on tables and, and make a whole ruckus in the class because I just didn't want to be told where to sit and what to do and what to listen to. And you can, you can, yeah, I'm painting the picture for you. I'm yeah. sure a lot of your <laughs> listeners will, will relate to this. Um, I was like the class clown and uh, I would get detention for wanting attention, essentially. Um, little did I know that I would be paid to help people get attention later on in life, which is pretty right. cool. Um, so, you know, so the thing is, is I had this business and I just kept outsourcing every piece of the business because I'm like, oh, I don't want to do that. Oh, that's annoying. I can't bother doing that. So, so I, I just kept outsourcing and outsourcing until there was nothing left to yeah. outsource. And the whole business basically ran on its own. And I ended up um, pretty much like what you would semi, I guess, semi-retiring. I had three kids. Um, we moved to, to Israel. We were living in London and I decided I wanted to move to Israel. It's nice and hot here. I'm Jewish, so um, it's our homeland. And so we picked, up our, we picked up our kids, took them out of school, brought them to Israel. And so I'm playing tennis and uh, I get this phone call. This is four years ago. And this guy says to me, Daniel, I hear you've got a really interesting story about your business and how you outsourced everything. Um, I'd love to have you on my podcast. And I remember I said to him, what the heck is a podcast? <laughs> Sounds like a spaceship. It's like podcast, you know? Yeah. And uh, so then he explained to me what a podcast was. And I thought, well, that sounds really cool. I've, you know, I've never done any public speaking, uh, except if you count the standing on tables and, you know, in high <laughs> right. school. school. Uh, yeah, 20, 20 people in the classroom audience. Um, but I thought, wow, this is really cool. Yeah, sure. I'd love to do it. I'm like, where do I need to go? And he's like, nowhere. You just get yourself a headset, plug it into your computer and laptop, and, uh, and that's it. I thought, oh, okay, that's easy enough. So I'm sitting there in my pajamas in my bedroom uh, with this headset on, <laughs> and, uh, and I just start you know, going into my story and, and all the things that happened. It's a whole long story. Um, and at the end, he's like, well, that's a wrap, Dan. Thanks so much. And I said, wow, that was so much fun. Like I could literally do this all day long. Yeah. Um, and then I asked him the key question. I said, well, how many people are listening to that? <laughs> now, Louis, bear in mind that I really like literally, if you would have told me 50 people, I would have been, whoa, that's incredible. 50 people are listening to me. Yeah. So when he said over a thousand people, I like fell off my chair. I was like, <laughs> what? Are you crazy? <laughs> right. Are you, you're kidding with me, right? There's no way that there's a, over a thousand people that just listen to my story. That, that, there's no way. Like, I, I want to put it into perspective for people right now, okay? Because people think in numbers and they think in like thousands, tens of thousands, hundred thousand, millions, you know, millions of followers. Right. Imagine yourself standing in a room on stage and there's a thousand people in the audience. A lot of people, dude. A lot of people. Okay. That's a lot. Like top speakers, you know, if they get 500 people in a crowd, that's good. Right. You know, like good speakers, you get 500 people, a thousand people. It's a lot of people. Right. But the, the problem is, and we, we can get into this later, but the problem is, is that um, a lot of people have been sort of, um, there's this fantasy about millions and millions and there's numbers being thrown around and it's total vanity. It's not, it's not, it's not quality and it doesn't do much. We'll get into it, you know, social media, but a thousand people. And so I said to him, where are all these people? And he's like, well, they're all over the world. I'm like, what do you mean all over the world? And he's like, well, I could tell you. And he starts looking at his screen. He goes, okay, well, we've got America, Canada, Australia, Japan, China, England, France. I'm like, what? No way. <laughs> I'm sitting here in my pajamas in this tiny country in Israel, in my bedroom, and I don't have any following online. In fact, at that point, Louis, I didn't even have a social media account. Like okay. literally, I did not have, Damn. I did not own a social media account. I did not know anybody online. My wife had a Facebook account. She would like take selfies and pictures of the kids. And I was like, what are you doing? But anyway, <laughs> um, so yeah. I thought this, this is nuts. Um, I've got to start. I've got to do this. I've got to get in, into this whole podcast space. Like this is, this is, this is going to be huge 
Mm. It's already huge. This is going to be huge. So within two weeks, I started my own podcast and that was, you know, can I pick your brain? Yeah. And what happened was I decided, okay, I want to do a business show because I want to, I like, you know, I wanted to talk about business and I want to have like, you know, successful business people on my show and basically just interview them. I had no, no one I knew that, you know, so I just kind of literally went down my list of contacts and just called people and said, Hey, do you want to be on my podcast? And of course (laughs) they said, what's a podcast? And I'm like, Oh, here we go. Okay. So to cut a very long story short, Louis, I struggled to grow the podcast because even though I found myself really good at interviewing people and, and the guests were pretty interesting and the people that were listening to the show really enjoyed it, but I could, I didn't know how to get out there. Like, how did I, how can I get more people to listen to this? I don't have any social media following. I've got no other way. And that's when the first light bulb moment went off. And that was, hold on a second. That guy had a thousand people listening, right? So, and that was like a smaller podcast. But why don't I just get on loads of these podcasts and just talk about my show? And then if they're already listening to podcasts, then they're going to likely want to hopefully listen to mine as well. And then that's how I can grow. Exactly. Yeah. Basically leveraging other people's audiences. Again, we can talk about that. It's, it's extremely powerful. And so it worked. <laughs> I just went on every podcast uh, that would have me on and grew my podcast to over a quarter of a million downloads, became a top 100 rated uh, business podcast on iTunes, interviewed uh, some really, really big names, people who, uh, you know, I've read their books. They're all people, people you've heard of like Russell Brunson and Robert Kiyosaki and you know, Yannick Silver and Noah Kagan and all of these guys, right? And, and it's, it's crazy because, you know, when I was speaking with, with these people on, on, the, um, on my podcast, I thought, I can't believe like, I'm speaking to these people. Like, <laughs> you know, you would pay yeah. tens of thousands of dollars to have a one-on-one with these people. And yet here I am, you know, it's not costing me anything. So that's the first thing that happened. The next thing that happened was because my show became so popular, I started getting pitched by PR agencies every single day asking me to have their clients on my podcast, right? <laughs> now, the problem was is that their pitches really sucked. Like it was just the worst, boring, lame pitches, copy paste, templated. Yeah. Um, and the truth is, Louis, most people do this because everyone, again, we're going back to what I said before, everyone thinks it's just about playing the numbers. It's all about numbers game. Mm. Um, and, and to me, it's just not the right way to do it. It's, it's all about relationships and it's about positioning. And so after about a couple of months of me getting these pitches every day from all these different PR agencies and sending them to spam, I woke up one day and this was my second aha moment where I thought, hold on a second. I've got my own top rated podcast. I've been on over 60 top rated podcasts. I'm friends with all the top rated hosts. I've interviewed over 150 high profile guests. So I know what a great guest sounds like. I know what a lame pitch looks like. And I I know what it's supposed to look like. And why don't I start my own podcast booking agency? And at the time there wasn't any, there were like maybe I think three or four that existed. Today you've got loads of them, loads of people just trying to, you know, Make make an extra make make an extra dollar and 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 again they're playing but they're playing the numbers game yeah. like everyone else, and so that's when Geffen Media Group was born, and essentially uh, for the last three years that's what I've been doing is I've basically been working with clients to get them booked on top rated relevant podcasts, uh, leveraging my network, uh, my relationships, and obviously um, positioning. It's all about the relationship and the positioning. It's a great point. Really great point there. Um, so funny today. I had to share this with the in the audience. So I had a first thing I, I jump on Facebook early this morning and I have a, I have a, uh, an e- a D- DM and someone's like, Hey, or is it, hi, doesn't even say my name. I don't think, or no, it's to say, mm. it's, hi Lewis. I'd love to see if I'm a fit to be a guest on your podcast. Thanks. Mm. I'm like, mm-hmm. what? <laughs> what exactly is going on here? <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know who the hell you are, <laughs> nor do I yeah. know if you're like, do you even know what my podcast name is? It was hilarious. Right. It was just hilarious. Um, and that's the yeah. kind of lame crap you're talking about. Um, <laughs> it's just yeah. so irrelevant today. I did not expect that. Um, yeah. So, well, the thing is, is there's a million podcasts now. There's a million um, podcasts out there. So, you know, there are people who ultimately they just don't care what podcast they get on. So if they just throw enough, you know, at the wall, something's going to stick. And, exactly. you know, that's, 
that that's fine. But then they're getting on very small podcasts and, and some of them are just irrelevant as well. So exactly. Yeah, exactly. And the, the key thing you said there is relevancy. It's like mm-hmm. the difference between going on a Ben Greenfield show compared to going yeah. on another wannabe Ben Greenfield with like a third of the mm-hmm. audience and a third of the, the notoriety is the fact that audiences trust him. And if you're mm-hmm. on there, you have now, you're now going to gain their trust too, likely. Totally. Uh, and, and that's the thing where people, that, that's what creates easy sales, easy, more sales, easy closes. I mean, like it just creates your, your besides the, the money part of it, it creates a lot of notoriety too. And totally. Yeah. Credibility. So, so yeah. Um, so you've started, you, you realized the power of podcast guesting and then you started your own agency. Um, and I'm sure a lot of people are wondering kind of like, so how do I do this? And it's like you said, like it's the relationships. Um, mm. and that's and positioning. So I want to jump, jump to the positioning part because relationships are like, that's something that you've cultivated through having a podcast, which I think it is so much easier. You correct me if I'm wrong here. It's so much easier to get on more podcasts if you have a podcast. Yes. Yes. And you know, there are a lot of people that will say to me, Daniel, you know, should I start my own podcast? And you know, the short answer is definitely yes. Um, but in terms of priority, people say, well, should I start my podcast first and then get booked on shows or should I get on book, but, you know, get booked on shows and then start podcasts? And, you know, the answer really is it's important to focus um, on what's going to give you the, the, you know, the greatest results in the shortest period of time. Yeah. The podcast will take a lot of time to grow. Absolutely. It's going to grow organically. Um, it's very hard to monetize a podcast. A lot of people say, how do I make money with podcasting? And the, answer, the short answer is most people don't. Like the vast majority, I would say 95% of podcasters don't make money directly from, from the podcast. Um, unless you're like a Joe Rogan who just basically got a $100 million deal with Spotify. Yeah. Um, but most, like I said, 95% of podcasts, they're not, they're not making money directly from the podcast. But over time, as you grow your audience, so, and you build connections, then you, then you can monetize. Um, but getting on a podcast, you are automatically, instantly getting access to their entire audience right then and there. You don't have to do anything. Like right now, I'm now able to speak to your entire audience and I did nothing but show up. Right. Right. So how long have you been doing this podcast for? About a year and change. Let's say a year and a half. Yeah, about a year and a half. How many hours hours do you think you've put in total? If you were to give a rough estimate, just rough, like ballpark. Yeah, 200 hours. Okay. So so look at this for a second, Louis. You've spent 200 hours on blood, sweat, sweat, and tears, pulling pulling all this together. And I have come back. I almost feel bad saying this, but I come along. (laughs) And in, you know, in, in 30 to 60 minutes, like, I'm done. Like I've basically right. just got access to what you've spent, you know, 200 hours building. Right. And imagine I can do that every single day. And in fact, I can do that numerous times if I want a day, if I have the time. And that is so powerful when you recognize that, you know, a, a podcast, it, 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 let's say a podcast, let's say a very small podcast will have, let's say 500 uh, people listening. Now, again, that's a packed crowd. Okay, if you're going and you're speaking on stage and you're in front of 500, that's a packed crowd. Now imagine being able to get on stage, you know, as many times as you want in a month. You can go several times in a month, and this is these are most of them are going to be new, new people that haven't heard of you before, right? And you can get super targeted because now it's all categorized. Every category you can imagine, they've got a podcast for, so it's super targeted. Mm-hmm. And, and the powerful thing as well is that we can get into this if you want about attention, but my whole th- philosophy in marketing is it's not about reach. It's more about attention, right? I, I believe that reach is vanity, but attention is sanity. And, and we can dive into that if you want. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. At, sure. at, at any point. Yeah. Um, that's a great point you made there. I, I love going on podcasts for the reason that, like you said, 36 minutes, I'm done. I don't have to record an intro. I don't have to send mm-hmm. it to a team. I don't have to make sure it gets published right. I just, they That's just right. let me know when it's done. So yeah. one of the huge benefits, like, like the thing I love, like I did a bunch of podcast interviews the other day and I did some, some guesting. I had, had a couple of guest spots as well. And I love those experiences so much easier in your brain, so much easier on like 
just the time you invest in it. Cause like after this interview, I've got to do an, in, I got to do an intro and then I got to mm -hmm. make sure it gets to my team and then I'm done from there, but there's still some work in there involved. So you're right. Yeah. Um, and so let's, let's dive into, you know, reach, reach. And, uh, what was the other one? Um, attention and attention. Okay, cool. Let's dive into what's the difference between those two. Cause I think that's really important to, to define. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, if you think about it, a lot of people who are either launching, let's say they're writing a book and they want to, you know, get, get their book out there or they're, um, launching a new product and they want to get, um, you know, awareness around the product or they've got a service that they want to sell, whatever it is. Yeah. Typically they'll look at things like Instagram, Facebook, advertising, you know, Google ads, YouTube ads, that kind of thing. The thing is, is that, um, and this is what a lot of marketing agencies will say, it's like, oh, we'll get you a million impressions or we'll get you 200,000 impressions on Instagram or 200,000 impressions on, on, on Facebook. And the reason why to me, it's, it's, it's just, most of it's worthless. Most of it's vanity is because think about it for a second, Louis, when, when are you on Instagram, right? You're usually on Instagram when you're in sort of a passive mode, you're just kind of scrolling num numbingly. Like right. for me, it might be on the toilet, right? I might be sitting there on the toilet until my <laughs> legs go numb. We've all done it. Okay. Uh, and, and you're just basically like just scrolling through, scrolling through, scrolling through. Now, is that the kind of audience that you want to be in front? Like, do you really, is that going to really do much for your brand or for your, you know, are you going to really sell much when someone's just giving you literally like a second to two seconds of, of their time while they're sitting on type, just, just mindlessly, you know, going through this, the feed? No. Right. But here's the cool thing. And, and, and by the way, attention span on, on social media is like, it's, it's minuscule, right? It's YouTube videos, it's the same thing. Like if you can get someone to watch a two minute video, that's you're doing something really incredible. Like yeah. I'm, I'm not kidding. Literally, if you can get someone to watch a two minute video, that's, that's insane, right? You can get someone to read an article today in today's age, day and age. It's, it's a, it's, no, I'm sorry. It's like, yeah, you're it, impressive. Our, our attention span today, uh, get ready for this. We have an attention span of about seven seconds, which is about one second more than a fish, a goldfish. <laughs> that's scary. That's yeah. scary. I mean, you know, I've got five kids and they, you know, to get their attention, it's like bloody hell. It's so, you sorry. You've got to be an entertainer. <laughs> You've got to really, yeah, yeah. It, it's tough stuff. So what fascinates me the most about podcasts, and I can give you all the different statistics, right? The fact that there's over 140 million Americans listening now to podcasts. The fact that the average, uh, about 40%, of, of listeners are earning about 200 to $250,000 in annual income. So talking about people who are, who are earning, uh, you know, good income. Um, the fact that, uh, there's, like I said, there's a million podcasts out there now. Um, what's the most impressive for me is the fact that the average podcast is about 45 minutes and over 85% of people that listen to podcasts, listen to the whole thing from beginning to end. Yeah. Like that's, that's let that, let that sink in for a second. That means that I, if I'm talking on this podcast, 85% of the people roughly that are listening to this are going to hear the whole thing. That means I've got their attention for anywhere between 30 and 60 minutes, depending on the podcast. Do you understand what it means in 2020 to have somebody's attention for 30 for minutes? 30 minutes? <laughs> that's insane. And I'll tell you something, if you can't sell what you're selling in that time, then there's something, then you need to be doing something else. Yeah. Uh, seriously. Cause you, you, in 30 minutes, you should be able to, you should be able to sell what, you, what you're doing, whether, whether, and you could sell a product, a service, an idea, a belief in that amount yeah. of time. Yeah. That's, that's a really interesting point you, you, you bring out there. I think what, what I love about that the most is that like you compare that to other platforms and it's yes. really untouchable. It's really untouchable. Right. Um, whether you're guesting, whether, and the thing is too, there's a long tail to this. Like if you post something on social media today, mm -hmm. that shit will not be there tomorrow. Like, That's correct. You, the podcast, it will be there for months. I've got, I had a buddy, mm. I was sitting having lunch with in Miami once like last year and we did a podcast in like 2017. And he, he sits across from the table. He's like, dude, you know that podcast? I'm like, 
the one way back. He's like, yeah, I got a client yeah. the other day. Yep. Like, Are you freaking serious? Mm-hmm. So that episode is now profiting. He's probably made over a grand off of 30 minutes of off an hour of work that he yep. did two years ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like it's that. insane. We it's get it nuts. all the time. Get it all the time. People say, oh, Daniel, I heard you on that podcast. And I'm like, wait, hold on. That was two years ago, right? Because what happens, what happens is, it, think about YouTube for a second, right? You know when you stumble upon a video on YouTube and you're like, wow, this is really cool. So what do you do? You go back to all the previous videos. That's what we do, right? We go yeah. back and we binge, we binge. I had a guy who emailed me at one point and said, Daniel, I um, just want to let you know, I love your podcast. I, uh, I started listening to, to, to the first episode and I'm doing a cross-country um, drive. Oh, He's driving from God. one end from, from the US to the other. And he said, I just binged uh, like 18 episodes. I'm like, what? That's not normal. That's like, yeah. you know, but that's what people do. The other thing that's really cool, Louis, is, is it's the demographic that you're, that you're, that you're speaking yeah. to. People who listen to podcasts are not passive. They are active. They are actively learning. They have decided that instead of listening to music or whatever else they, they could be doing, they're going to be tuning into a podcast. So typically, a lot of people will listen to a podcast when they're at the gym or when they're commuting or driving or at home. Let's say they're cleaning up. Like for me, when I do the dishes for my wife, very rarely, but you know, I try winning brownie points. But like, you know, if I'm cleaning up, if I'm cleaning up the house or whatever, I want to listen to something while I'm doing that, right? You can't watch a movie or, or, or read a book while you're cleaning or driving or walking, oh. but you can listen to a podcast. And again, like I said, you know, people who choose to listen to a podcast over music, it's because they're invested in themselves. They're investing in their self-growth. And that's the person you want to speak to, not the guy sitting on the toilet scrolling through the, the Instagram feed. Right. It's, you make a good point. It's, it's intent-based, meaning like if I pick a podcast, it's usually not out of random. It's because I want to listen to the, top, the topic they just have in the title. Mm-hmm. So yes. it's not like Instagram or Facebook or, and don't be wrong. Like we, I know I use all these platforms, but I use them for different reasons. And mm-hmm. you know, when I'm scrolling through Facebook, I'm just scrolling and whatever catches my attention, it could be a meme, something else. I'm not looking for anything in particular on a, if I'm listening to a podcast, I'm very picky and I'm listening That's to it. only things that are relevant in my life. So yep. I'm just more invested in the content because I came here with an expectation of, you know, yep. Hey, we're going to, I'm going to listen to X, Y, Z subject. So let's dive into uh, like, how can people, like, how did you go about getting on podcasts when you were, when you were just get, get, getting started and kind of what would you do differently now? Or, if, you know, if you had to go back with what you know now? So it's a great question. So, um, the answer to that is very simple. There's, there's a slow route and then there's the fast route, right? Mm-hmm. Like anything, you know, everything you can do it, you can take a shortcut or you can just do it, uh, long, the long, the long way. So, so the long way is just to get on lots of small podcasts. Very simple. You just start, you got to start somewhere. Everybody's got to start somewhere, right? Mm-hmm. The way that it works is it's, it's basically a game, right? It's a game. It's a club. So you've got like A-listers, right? Who go on Joe Rogan and Oprah and that kind of like that level, right? Yeah. Uh, but then you've got B-listers and you've got C-listers and D-listers. And that, that's just kind of how it works. It's, it's like a, you know, unwritten, you know, we, we all know. We all know. Yeah, it's like so it's like a club. Yeah. 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 So it's like, <laughs> so it's kind of like, so if you know how to play that game, so what you do is, is that you, you basically advance. So you start off in, let's say wherever, let's say you start off in like the E club where you start going on those podcasts. But then what happens is, is as you go on more podcasts, you know, you get more credibility and people start recommending you and you start building your audience. And of course, if you've got to build bigger audience, so then, you know, more, you know, bigger podcasts are more attracted to you because you've got a larger audience. And so it's also who knows who. So, oh, you've been on his podcast or you've been on her podcast and oh yeah, then I've got to have you on because, you know, if she's, you know, she's had you on. So like, you know, I'm great friends with Sarah. So like, yeah, let's have you on as well. So there's a lot of trust that you're building, but this takes time. And, and, you know, people, the problem is I, you know, I see people all the time. They're going, Oh, I I just want to get on the, the really big ones, which that's fine. If you're willing to hire an agency, like mine to do that, we can do that for you because we right. know how to position you and we've got the relationships. But if you're trying to do it on your own, you've got to have patience. You've got to play the game. It takes years. It does. It takes years to do it, to build up to that point. So that's the slow way. The slow way is really just to, to know how to position yourself. Um, I've actually got a course that I, that I created because I had a lot of people who basically said, look, Daniel, I really, really want 
uh, to get on the bigger shows. I don't know how to get on them. Um, I want to know how to do this right, uh, but I can't afford, you know, the fee to, to, to hire an agency. Right. So I, you know, I kind of decided, Louis, that, you know what, I, I want to help as many people as I can. Um, and so for people who can't afford to hire our agency, I put together a course which basically takes you through um, A to Z, like, you know, all the steps, everything that you need in order to start growing quickly and getting on the bigger podcasts. Um, so it's all about, you know, how do you position yourself by your, you know, with a bio? Because remember, I said that most bios suck. That's just the bottom line. Um, most, most people who put together a bio, um, it's very egocentric. It's very, you know, all about me, 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 me. They're not thinking about the host. They don't know what the host wants. Um, right. So it's very much about creating a bio that really stands out from everyone else. Because, you know, if you're a, a health coach or if you're a, you know, uh, you know, e-commerce consultant or whatever, like, do you know how many people out there are trying to get on the same shows? And so all these shows are getting pitched. And if you just sound like everybody else, like, forget it, you're dead in the water. So, you know, the course takes you through all the different steps from, you know, creating a, a really great, compelling bio to writing the right email pitch. Because again, you know, if they're getting dozens of emails a day, you've got to know how to stand out, writing the right subject line. You know, there's a whole formula to, to, to writing emails. Um, and then there's also preparing for the show. Like, how do you perform on a podcast? You know, how do you convert the listeners into buyers? Because I've had people on my show, Louis, who they were, they were really great storytellers. Like, they told a great story. They had a powerful message. They had a powerful mission. But when it came to you know, actually converting the listeners into buyers, they just really didn't know how to do that. They didn't know how to transition and they didn't know how to get people to, to buy into what they did. They didn't know how to get them to take the next step. Yeah. Um, or for example, you have the opposite issue where I've had people who are, you know, good at selling, but my goodness, they just sound like a used car salesman and mm -hmm. no podcast host wants that. Like, we don't right. want to hear about your product or your thing. Tell, you know, we want to hear about you. We, you know, it's all about telling a good story. So I go through like how to tell a good story, all about storytelling, how to come up with, you know, your, your unique message, how, how it's different to everyone else's. I talk about how to create hot topics that you can talk about that creates intriguing and curiosity. Um, and then, of course, the call to action, you know, how do you convert those listeners into buyers? And then, of course, you know, how do you leverage all of that um, exposure? Because there are people who go on lots of podcasts and then they're like, oh, man, but what do I do with all this? Like, I went on the podcast <laughs> yeah. now. Well, yeah. that's, there's well, a lot of power in leveraging those appearances. And if you're not doing it right, then you're leaving a lot of money on the table or you're leaving a lot of exposure on the table and yeah. uh, you don't want to do that. So, um, basically the course just takes them through all that. And it's, it's like a complete fraction of the cost of hiring an agency. I mean, in fact, right now um, it was $400 and we've, we've got a, like a 50% discount right now at the moment. So if they want, you know, it's, it's just under $200 right now. They can, um, yeah, they can grab, I can, can I give you the URL for that if they want? Yeah. Yeah. Shoot the URL um, and we'll make sure it's in the show notes as well. Yeah. Sure. So it's just simple. It's podguesting pro.com so podguestingpro.com cool i definitely want to jump into some of the like some of the aspects around positioning someone mm -hmm. right on a podcast can you talk about what that what that looks like and we can use a, a live example we can use the example of a um of a business coach who specifically mm -hmm. serves let's just say health coaches so they coach business they coach fit pros um, on how to grow their fitness business, mm -hmm. but essentially they're a business coach, right? Yep. You know, if that helps at all with the positioning of this person, you know, I'd love to walk through kind of one of the key aspects yeah. of making themselves stand yeah. out among the crowd. Let me give you two examples, real life examples from clients that I had. Okay. One is a guy called Jim who was in his late sixties. Um, and the other one is Cindy, um, who is in her thirties. So, so Jim, Jim came to me with very interesting. He had a um, he had a contraption that helped people uh, with their balance. So especially sport, you know, any sports uh, balance is really important. You know, I play tennis. Uh, I love tennis. I'm a big tennis uh, player. Uh, but any sports you can think of, um, believe it or not, balance plays a, a huge role in that. 
about it. So he had this, he had this contraption that basically was, uh, would help people with their bands. And, you know, I, when he signed up, so what we do is we go through like three different phases uh, with our service. And the first phase is doing a deep dive strategy call where I want to really get to know them and see, um, you know, how they're going to sound on a podcast and really train them uh, to position them in the right way. And so I asked Jim, I said, you know, Jim, you know, the first question I always ask is why, you know, why, why did you build this contraption? You know, um, he started talking and for about 15 minutes, I was crying with boredom. Like I was literally tearing. I, I was like, I felt like I was in history class again. Um, you know, Mr. McLaren was sitting on the table with his legs crossed, half drunk and telling us about history. And I was like, please, for the love of God, can that damn bell ring already? Yeah. And so I stopped Jim in the middle. I'm kind of blunt. Like, I, you know, I, when I work with my clients, I'm very like, I'm very upfront and I'll just tell you as it is. I just don't like the whole sugar coating and trying to like, you know. So yeah. I said to Jim, I said, Jim, please, please stop. And he's like, oh, what's wrong? I'm like, Jim, if I heard you on a podcast, I would have literally switched it off 10 minutes ago. It's so boring. He's like, well, you asked me why I'm doing it. I told you. I'm like, no, no, no. There's got to be something deeper. Try again. So he tries again and he starts telling me about the contraption and how it works and what it does for people and the benefits and the features. And I'm like, Jim, stop, please. It just, it's just, Tell me something about you. Why did you build this? Right. Why? He's like, Daniel, I don't know what you want me to tell you. I'm telling you why I built it. It's to help people to do this. And I'm telling you about the feature. I'm like, enough. Just tell me what it is that, that made you do this. And he pauses for a minute. And then he says, okay, I was born with a rare condition. And I would fall over all over the place when I was in school, I would be picked on and I would be physically abused and and emotionally abused. People would make fun of me. They would like touch me and I would fall over. (sighs) And I promised myself that one day I was going to find a a solution and that I was going to help other people who have the same problem that I have. Mm. (laughs) That's better. (laughs) Jim's Jim started, Jim started crying. He had tears going down his face. This is a man in his late sixties. Wow. And, and I said, boom, there it is. There it is. Because people buy into people. They don't buy products. They don't buy brands. They buy the story behind the brand. They buy the mission behind the brand. They buy the personality behind the brand. That's what they buy into. Mm. And if you can sell that, then people will be coming, they'll be running for you because that's what we do. We root for the person that we, that we want, that we stand by, that we believe in their mission. It's, it, that's what it's all about. And, uh, and he said, Daniel, you know, I've never shared that. I never shared that with anyone. And I said, that's what you need to lead with yeah. because that's what will get people interested. So the second story was, um, with, uh, I said, was it, it was with Cindy. Yeah. So, so with Cindy, she ran a very successful um, female entrepreneur uh, coaching um, business. Very successful. She was doing seven figures. And she was helping a lot of, a lot of female entrepreneurs. And she came to me and she said to me, you know, so we also create the bio for, for our clients. So we do the strategy call. And then what we do is we create the bio and then we do the pitching process. And so she said, no, no, Daniel, Daniel, just skip, skip the first two stages. Just get me on podcasts. Just get me on top, top rated podcasts. I want relevant, top rated. Just get me on the good ones. Don't worry um, about the whole bio thing. We've got that taken care of. I've got a whole team that we spent a long time, a lot of money putting together the bio. It's okay. I said, Cindy, with all due respect, uh, I, I would like to just you know, see the bio. And, um, I highly suggest that we do the bio because I'm in the industry. I know what podcast hosts are looking for. It's not your typical, you know, uh, you know, TV radio. That's it's, it's different. And she's like, no, no, Daniel, trust me. It's a great bio. Just go with it. You know, save yourself the time. I said, Cindy, I'll do it. But on one condition, she said, right. What? I said, I'm going to give it two weeks. And if, if we don't get results in two weeks, then we're doing it. She's like, okay, deal. 
I said, fine. I looked at her bio and I'm like, oh my God, this is no, this is not going to work. Right. Cause I have the relationships, but ultimately at the end of the day, right. Even if you're friends with Oprah Winfrey, if you don't have the right positioning and you don't sell it, Oprah's not going to have you on her show just because you're her friend. Right? You know what I'm saying? Like business is business. And so we started pitching. And of course, within two weeks, nothing like literally nada. Right. Came back to Cindy, said, Cindy, she's like, all right, go ahead. I said, fine. <laughs> right. I said, listen, I said, listen, your bio talks all about your success and what you've done. And it's great. It's wonderful. But the truth is people want to know about you. They want to hear about you. What's your backstory? Where did you come from? How did you get this success? What were your pain points? What was, what was your struggle? And she's like, I don't know. Like, I mean, it's not a big deal. I'm like, I don't, whatever it is, I just want to know what, just give me something. She's like, no, no, I don't want to share that. That's, that's like, that's way too personal. I don't know. I'm like, listen, if you want people to connect to you on an emotional level, you've got to open up. You've got to be raw. You've got to be, you've got to be willing to go real and raw with people. Otherwise they're just not going to connect. And she's like, but I just don't think people are going to care about this. I'm like, Cindy, just what is it? Tell me. She's like, okay, well, when I started my company, two weeks after I started, my, my younger brother overdosed and died. And yeah, I, I was in, I, I, I just, I just didn't know what to do. Like, I just felt so torn and I was in, I went into, I spiraled into a crazy depression, but I just kept going because I, 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 my, my company was my baby and I, I needed to keep it alive. And she said, and at that time, I was also diagnosed with a, a condition where half of my body, I, I lost the feeling in half of my body. Um, I believe it's called, um, uh, oh man, what's it called now that it's like, uh, I can't remember the name of it. It might, it might come to me later, but um, basically she lost the feeling in half her body. So she took her, her calls uh, while she was in a bathtub. So she would have to actually like literally lie down in a bathtub and she would run her business and, and do her calls, her phone calls from the bathtub. I'm like, Cindy, Cindy that needs to go in the bio. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, Daniel, no way. Come on. That's so unprofessional. There's no way. I'm like, are you kidding me? That's what people want to hear. Yeah. She's like, oh my, I said, trust me. Let's see what happens. Louis, within three days, I got her booked on half a dozen top rated, the podcast, that she, exact podcast that she wanted to get on. They were like, oh my God, we love Cindy's story. You got, we got to have her on. Yeah. She was like, what the heck happened? And I'm like, you, you were raw. You were real. That's what yeah. people want. They want authenticity today. Not fake. Look at me and my Maserati. They want real. That's what right. people want. That's really interesting. So I'm curious. So you, you pointed out some things there in the positioning about her positioning initially, how it was wrong. So it was, it was if I- It was called Lyme disease. Sorry. Just came back, came oh, back to me. Lyme, Lyme disease. disease. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. I think Tim Ferriss had that too for a bit. Yeah. Um, so her, her positioning initially was, it was all about her. It was all about her, yeah. her success, no story elements in it. Is that correct? Yeah. So you, you got to have, there's a few parts, there's a few pieces to it. One is you got to have the story. The story is really crucial. Um, everybody loves a good story and we buy into a story. The, the next thing is you've got to have a really focused message. Um, a lot of people go on a podcast and they'll tell a great story and they'll have a whole, you know, um, you know, uh, you know, how they got to where they are and everything, but they don't have a focused message. And if you don't have a focused message, uh, then you could be talking about so many different topics. And what happens is we get overwhelmed when there's too much information. When we're given too much information, we go into this, this overload information overload. And what we do then is we freeze. So you're more likely to make a decision when there's less choices, when there's less options. Yeah. And so if you're giving over one, very clear message and everything comes back to that clear message and you keep driving that point home the same point over and over again that that is going to stick with them and that's going to get them to take action especially if your call to action then ties in to the very message that you're saying and of course the story then basically 
um, it, you know, that's what creates that emotional connection to the message that you're, that you're giving over. So it all has to just come together. Got it. Story, very clear story, a captivating story, obviously. Yeah, and captivating story. Like simple, but like yeah. clear as to what you're doing. Yeah, laser, laser focused message, um, overall mission, because everybody wants to belong to something bigger. Everybody wants to mm -hmm. sort of have, be part of something bigger than themselves, like a collectiveness. That's what, you know, and then, yeah. and then there's got to be a very strong um, call to action, which is again, what I call like a no brainer call to action. So you've got two, there's two call to, calls to action um, on a podcast that, uh, that I think is very effective. Okay. The last thing you want to do, by the way, Louis, is what I, I see a lot of guests. They go, you know, typically the host at the end of the show will always say, so how can I, how can our listeners, you know, get in touch with you? How can they find out yeah. more? And they'll be, well, go to my website and or go to, uh, uh, so follow me on Twitter or Facebook. It's like, <laughs> it's just lame. No one's going to like, you know, no one's going to do that. Just, right. But if you give them an incentive, um, so then they're going to actually take action. So for example, um, well, you've got two types of people in a, in a podcast audience. Uh, you've got the people who are ready to buy and they can buy, you know, high, they've got the money to, to invest in, in your high level service, right? Yeah. Whatever that is. Um, so there's a small percentage of those people. And so you obviously, you want to go into what it is and what they're going to get and try to get on a call with them. So you want to send them to your, to your website and tell them to book a call. The, the next type of um, listener is somebody who's ready to buy, but they can't afford your high level service, but they would go for something that's lower level. So maybe a book, right? So if you've got a book, you know, you might, you want to sell the book. If you've got a course, like I mentioned earlier, you know, my course is now $200. It's on a discount rate. Um, so they can go and, and they can, they can buy that. Right. Right. And then you've got third category and that is uh, somebody might be listening and they're just not yet at the stage where they, they want to buy, but uh, you want to keep a conversation open with them because, you know, if you're on a podcast and, you know, they've listened and they, and they really like what you have to say, uh, you want to keep in contact with them and you don't know who, I don't know who's listening to this. I don't have any way of contacting them. And the goal is always to be able to continue the conversation. Yeah. So you want to give them some incentive to be able to give you their email address and then they'll, um, and then, then you have them in your email and then you can do an email sequence. And then when they're ready to buy, uh, then, then you've, you know, you're, then they're ready to buy and then they'll buy. Exactly. Those are the three different categories. Got it. Okay. That's, that's, that's really helpful. I think really the bio, cause like a lot of people get tripped up on the bio. Um, and in, and I guess in wrapping up here with podcast guessing, are there any, uh, big, I'd say big things people need to know, like things we did not cover already when it comes to pitching mm -hmm. podcasts that you would run to make sure you, we, we talk about. Uh, with pitching podcasts, and I, I go very into detail in the course with this, but the basics are um, you want to find some sort of uh, connection because trust is a very big, a big deal. Uh, so if you know someone in common, that's good. You want to indicate that you've listened to their show, but you actually want to give them proof because everybody can say, oh yeah, I heard your show. I love your show. And that's, that's lame. Like everyone says that. Yeah. You know, you know, give me an example of, of an episode that you really enjoy. Like just mention it in passing and make it very short to the point. Cause again, like, you know, podcast hosts don't really have time to go through every single, you know, pitch. So make it short to the point, but show them that you actually, you know, have listened to a podcast of theirs. Um, you also want to go into what it is that you're going to deliver for them. What's in it for them? Right. What's in it for their audience? Always focus on them and less on yourself. Uh, and you're already going to be ahead of, of most people. I love it. Really, really yeah. true stuff too. I, I really appreciate it. And also the call to action stuff I think is really important because a lot of people will say, follow me here, go here. I just did a whole YouTube video on how to yeah. not do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Podcast guests. Totally. So I appreciate that. Um, where yeah. can people, people are interested obviously in the course, what's the, what's the link for the course? We'll have in the show notes, but just so people know what's the link. Yeah. For the so course the course is podcasting 
podguestingpro.com. That's podguestingpro.com. Uh, like I said, there's right now there's a 50% discount. So it's normally $400. They can get it for $200. Um, there's also a monthly payment plan on that. So if they don't have the $200 up front, um, I believe it's $79 a month for three, three payments. Um, also, by the way, in the course, they're going to get um, exact uh, PDFs of the pitches that we've done for clients. So they'll actually see uh, detail, you know, the actual pitches and they, right. can, uh, you know, they can use those. Um, we, I also share examples of bios so they can actually look at the bios and, and pick them apart. And I go through each element of the bio and each element of the pitch and also how they can find, um, how they can find the right shows because as you can imagine, with a million shows, like it's like finding a needle in a haystack. Like, where do you go? You know, you can go to, you know, iTunes, but it's just like, you're just going to spend, you could spend so much time there. So there's, there's a lot of tools that we use, um, that will, you know, uh, that will really, really help them to, uh, to find the right shows as well. Um, so we go through all that and of course, you know, how to leverage the podcast as well, how to leverage the appearances, um, and how to get on the bigger shows. Like, you know, one of the things I go through in the course is, is how do you get on the bigger ones? Yeah. Um, so that's all in there. If, uh, if someone's listening to this that wants to hire an agency to just do it for you, um, and just get yourself booked on those, on, on, on the bigger podcasts, um, they can go to geffenmediagroup.com, um, and they can just book a call. Uh, with me and uh, love to to get on a call and discuss how we can help them. For sure. Cool. Daniel, dude, thanks for coming on again. Um, Again, this is something we get asked about all the time and it's like, I only know so much about this, so it's good to talk to someone who's on it and does it every day. So dude, I appreciate it. Louis, thank you so much for having me and uh, appreciate you having me on. Welcome. Hey, really quick, if you wanted to get daily emails to help you grow your podcast and your profits from your podcast, then you're going to love my daily email list called the Daily Growth Tip. Uh, It's basically a small email I send out every single day to help you do just that, either grow your podcast or grow profits from your podcasting endeavors. So I've got a lot of great reviews from it so far from people who are on the list, and I'm sure you will find at least one thing in there that you'll be able to use right away. So if you want to check that out, then all you have to do is text the word podcasting to 1646-495-9867. I know that's a mouthful, guys, so don't do it if you're driving. But again, the number is 1646-495-9867. And the word to text is podcasting. And that number, as well as the keyword podcasting, will be in the show notes. So if you're on an Apple device, all you have to do is swipe up with your finger and the show notes will be there and you'll be able to get all that information and get on the list that way as well. So thanks again, my friend. Talk soon.